At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. A warmer from the low. Welcome to Lovey Las Vegas for Coast to Coast Soups with myself, Greg Oops Spears. And now a part of the Visa Family Podcast. We're going to keep this a little bit shorter. We've got a two-part podcast for you today because we just did not get in any news and notes in college basketball on Sunday. Many of you guys were enthralled with the NFL, which wound up seeing a lot of craziness. You wound up having a team like the Baltimore Ravens, the Las Vegas Raiders. We're able to go down the line of bad beats. Thoughts and prayers to you because that was rough. But what is not rough is getting on Tristan Freeman. He's always nice and smooth on this podcast. He does great work over at Busting Brackets. Going to be talking mostly about the ACC with him. What to expect out of Duke this season with Tariq Whitehead probably being a little bit banged up towards the beginning part of the season, but having a lot of freshman pieces. And what to expect from John Shire's coaching abilities as well, and how he's going to be maneuvering in terms of the team as well. Because something I noticed with Coach K over the years is sometimes he was a little bit more hands-on, doing a lot more in-game, and then when he wound up having Zion Williamson in the fold, not so much. So we're going to be asking him about that. I'm going to bring up a team that I like in the ACC and get his thoughts on them being a little bit of a sleeper as well. We'll talk a little pit as well. So we've got a great chat coming up with our good friend Tristan Freeman of Bustin' Brackets. And if you do have a question, comment, segment, idea, what have you for this podcast, you do have one of two ways we have for those in. First one is my Twitter timeline, at JNet underscore 81. Keep in mind, letters ZM. They mean does not matter. So as per usual, please just send these into the timeline and the other way. That is fine. An Apple Podcast review. If you read this podcast five stars, it is very much appreciated. From there, you're about firing whatever you'd like to hear on this podcast via that five-star review. Really did not wind up getting in any Twitter questions today, as like I said, most of you guys are probably taking a look at some foosballs, so we're just going to get into the chat with Tristan next here on Coast Coast Soups with myself, Greg Experience, and now a part of the Family Podcast. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. 
This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, from this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, from this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, is that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're back here from Las Vegas for Kiss Kissy with myself, Greg Spears, and now a part of the Beeson Family Podcast. It is always great to be joined by this guest as Tristan Freeman. He does amazing work over at Boston Brackets. That's part of Fansite's college basketball coverage. 
is out there in the great state of Pennsylvania, more specifically the city of Pittsburgh, and does a great job. For those of you guys who are looking for more of the local teams in that area, like Duquesne, like obviously the Pittsburgh Panthers, list goes on and on of taking a look at that specific market as well. And to be able to follow Tristan Freeman on Twitter, that is at Hoopsnut351 altogether. And Tristan, it is always a pleasure, my friend. Thank you so much for joining me. Yeah, anytime, Greg. Appreciate you having me. I appreciate you joining me, and you've been taking a look quite a bit at the Pittsburgh Panthers this offseason as well. No doubt it's one of the main teams that you do wind up following with where you're located in the country. And what are you just expecting in general out of this team for the upcoming season? Because I think that we both be in agreement that the ACC just appears to be a bit more deep this season as compared to previous years where you had teams like Boston College, the Pittsburgh Panthers, and we go down the line of teams that were just not great, to say the least. And it feels like just in general, this is a bit of a stronger conference. And I do think that the Pittsburgh Panthers, while they're not going to be a team that is going to be cracking the top 25 or anything like that, do have a nice little come up with the way that they've been able to design this roster and finally have a bit of a backcourt. You explained it well. I think the ACC doesn't have many juggernauts outside of North Carolina. And then if you assume that the freshman is a good advertised Duke, the rest of them, 3 through 10, are teams that are capable of NCAA tournament contenders, but they're not going to blow you away off the court. And they all have weaknesses themselves. So if you're a team like Pittsburgh that definitely improved over the offseason, you have a star in John Hughley, and you have a potential star in freshman Dior Johnson with solid return core that has depth inside and out, I think you should feel optimistic if you're Pittsburgh that you can at least compete. Whether they win enough to make the tournament is one thing, but they really just haven't been able to compete on a day-to-day basis. And that's not who, you know, Panthers basketball was for the past 20 years, dating back to the Big East days. Yep, no question about it. And when it comes to just the overall depth of the ACC, I did take a look at Georgia Tech, and there are that one team that I think is a pretty big albatross. I think that's going to be a bad season for them. But I, I know that you wound up doing your ACC power rankings about a week or so ago, and I know that you've got Syracuse outside the top 10, and even they're a team that, once again, depth is going to be an issue. It has been the last few years, and I don't understand why Syracuse has not been going much more than six deep. That's a question for Jim Beheim and Jim Beheim only, but having come up with quite a few of these teams, it is rather nice, and I want to get your thoughts on a team that I've just been looking more and more at, and I'm starting to warm up on them as well. I've been posing to quite a few of the guests on this podcast, who's a team that as you look at them, the more that you evaluate them, the more that you like them. For me, one of those teams in the ACC, that is Notre Dame. They bring in Marcus Hammond, who was Mr. Drew at all over at Niagara a few seasons ago. I thought that they did a very good job being able to bring in a good freshman recruiting class as well. They bring back Trey Wirtz and Cormac Ryan as well. And I just take a look at what we're going to be able to get out of someone like a Starling who comes in as a top 50 freshman. And I think for Notre Dame, they were a little bit ahead of schedule for me last season. And I think that they're going to be able to duplicate that once again with, despite the fact that they lose like Wesley from last season, they've got a really good backcourt and a team that if they could just play a look of defense, I think could be a menace out in the ACC. Yeah, I think Lou under the radar for them, they were truly one of the best shooting teams in the country. They had several guys that shot over 40% from deep. And all of those guys are back. When you look at Dane Goodwin, Robert Carmarty, and even the big man, uh, Lazuski, they all, they're all incredibly good from deep. And if you have a point guard and a playmaker that can set them up well, 
then they're going to be, once again, one of the best offenses in the country. Blake Wesley was a top 30 recruit, but basically looked like a five-star at the end of the season, which is why he ended up going the first round in the NBA draft. Is Starlin that type of guy that can have the impact? Is Niagara transfer Marcus Hammond, is he capable of doing it? You know, we don't know. But I think considering the shooting ability, the the experience and age on his team, they, they should have a fairly high floor. I think the question with their ceiling, like you said, would depend on their defense. But again, they're going to be able to compete with just about anybody in the ACC. And if they're on fire, can truly beat anyone. I agree with you. As joining me on the podcast, we do have Tristan Freeman, who does great work over at Bustin Brackets. And I know that a little bit ago, you mentioned the fact that North Carolina Duke should be the top two teams in the ACC. And I totally agree with you. I think that it's them two. And then it's a pretty sizable gap between them and who's going to be number three, whether that be Virginia, Florida State, you're able to go down your list of contenders from there because I do think that there are going to be quite a few teams contending for the top 25. Miami, who I mentioned Notre Dame, I think could wind up being in that mix when it's all said and done as well. But for Duke, they are dealing with the injury to Derek Whitehead. It seems like if he does wind up missing a little bit of time this season, it's going to be very early when it all counts in the ACC after Christmas. He should be all good to go. But I do think that this injury is worth monitoring for Duke because even if Derek Whitehead does not miss a lot of actual game time, he is going to be missing a bunch of practice. And when it comes to Duke, they do need someone that is able to shoot it from the outside. Jake Granderson, he's probably going to be seeing more minutes if Tariq Whitehead is out of the fold. And with Granderson, he was able to do a solid job of being able to shoot threes at Illinois, but he's not quite that physical presence. He doesn't have quite the size and athleticism as Tariq Whitehead. And when I evaluate Duke, I think he might be the most important cog to this entire team. I mean, when you look at a team whose only key returning player is is Jeremy Roach, there's automatically going to be questions everywhere. So not having a guy that could potentially be their best offensive player to at least start the year healthy and sort of build around them, that, that's going to be tough for first-year head coach and John Shire. Their non-conference is a bit tougher this year because of the PK tournament. So they're going to take on a few really tough teams. And if they're still working out the rotation or if Whitehead's just not even available to play in the first couple of weeks, that'll set them up rough because, you know, the ACC isn't going to give you too, too many chances at marquee resume wins. So if you're Duke and you don't have Whitehead for a PK tournament, the Big Ten ACC Challenge or the Champions Classic, who knows what kind of start they'll have for them because we're not necessarily sure what the rest of the roster is going to bring, whether it's just scoring or shooting ability. There's there's questions everywhere. So you ideally want to have that. Last year when they didn't have A.J. Griffin, they were in a better space because they had Wendell Moore. Paula Bancara was as steady as they come. We'll see if Lively or Filipkowski can be the same play. But it'll be interesting to see what they do without him because likely, as you said, Granderson's going to have a bigger role. Roach will have to do more of the scoring. And maybe we'll see, you know, other guys fight under radar like Jayton Shud or Tyrese Proctor. Those are freshmen too. That's highly touted that should get more minutes, and we'll see what they make of it early on. Yep, for Duke, I think that they've done an amazing job of being able to bring these freshmen in. I just don't know what to expect out of John Shire in year number one. I think that he's going to be a fine coach, and with Coach K, I honestly feel like one of his best coaching jobs was – 
a few seasons ago. That was prior to what we wanted seeing this last year with them going to the Final Four because I remember with Duke when they actually had a little bit of less talent, I felt like Coach K did a little bit more in terms of hands-on coaching and honestly did a relatively solid job when he was doing so as well. I felt like last year you could tell that he was all in on the team, so we shall see what John Shire takes from Coach K because I felt like there were times, especially in that Zion Williamson year, where it was a little bit complacent. He said, roll the ball out there. I'm not really going to do a whole heck of a lot of adjustments, what he probably should have. He got clearly out coaching that game against Michigan State in the Elite Eight with Williamson, R.J. Barron, and company. And I don't know if you've been able to take a look at John Shire too much and what he's been doing in terms of the offseason, but I think that that's a big unknown with Duke as well, because I'm thinking that they're going to run a lot of these similar things that they did under Coach K, but what I think is going to be a fascination, and I don't think we're going to get a clear answer until a few games are under the belt of John Shires, what he does in-game, because with Coach K, it felt like it really varied from roster to roster. You look at what happened with Hubert Davis at North Carolina replacing Boy Williams, he was heavily scrutinized in the first couple of months. And after some bad losses, you even heard people talk about hot seat. That's how high the pressure is, that if you're not a, a, a Final Four contender at those Blue Boy programs, they're going to be looking at you. So we'll see what happens in the PK tournament if Duke doesn't look good or at least make the finals and play say Gonzaga in their bracket and possibly even lose a couple of games people are going to start whispering if he doesn't have Duke at a top two or three spot in the ACC people are going to wonder it all comes down to the results regardless of how informed he is or how he looks if they win then he'll get praised if they lose then the whispering will start the same way he did with Hubert Davis who took basically all season to silence his critics and make a title game run. Yep, for Hubert Davis, not a good start to the season. Boy, oh boy, that end of the season, it was very good. And it is a good thing that athletic directors and administrators do not operate like some of the people that we wind up finding on Twitter that they bought at People Can in like January and things like that. Because boy, North Carolina, they were able to take off. They did a very solid job towards back half of the season as Tristan Freeman does great work over at Bustin' Brackets. He's joining me on the podcast. And then one other thing we've seen with college basketball the last few days, because I think we both agree, things have been a little bit slower. Practices are going to get started to really ramp up for a lot of these teams within the next few weeks. So we're going to see a little bit more attrition. Guys, be able to flash, slash, not flash in practice. That'll give us more to talk about. But for Oregon State, I'm not sure where you have them in terms of power rankings, but in terms of teams in the power six, I had them dead last to start with. Now Christian Wright, who is supposed to be their starting point guard, he was coming in from Georgia, averaged right around like five and a half points, two assists per game. He was a former top 250 recruit. He is now out for the season. Oregon State won just three games last season straight up, and I have confidence that with their schedule, they might be able to get a little bit more than three, but... I just take a look at this bunch, and I think that it's going to be another very brutal year for them. And even if they have more wins, they could arguably be worse than last season, as insane as that sounds. I'm not sure if you've got any hope for folks out there in Corvallis. You might want to cover your ears if you're a good friend, Andy Dekoff, but boy, not good for Oregon State, to say the least. Yeah, I think that Elite Eight run they made a couple years ago was the ultimate gift and curse because it basically kept Wayne Tinkle longer than he should be. I mean, he's not getting anyone. And the fact that you had all of those available spots once Jared Lucas and Deshaun Davis left and you couldn't really get anyone 
outside of a backup point guard at Georgia, that kind of says it all. I don't know if they can win a game in league play. Maybe they can sneak past Cal, who, who is, isn't really much better. But not only is Oregon State probably the worst power conference team, I'm not sure they would finish in the top half of the WCC right I now. I said like, the that's same how thing on the of- podcast yesterday. It's brutal. They have no front court. I mean, their best big man is a guy that couldn't get minutes in San Francisco, Michi Runev. So that sort of says it all. And I think, honestly, if you're a Beavers basketball fan, you kind of would prefer to let the bottom just completely run out and just make the move next year i wouldn't be surprised if he resigns because there's almost no point because you can't you can't build when you're this awful and any player this season that sort of breaks out and scores well they're just going to hit the portal too because they're not going to come back for another five one year and don't forget that a few weeks ago their main big man in war with alatiche rather than come back to college he decided you know what, I'm going to play pro. I'm thinking that he's probably going to land with like the G League, perhaps overseas. I'm not sure what pro team he is going to be joining, but he said, yep, you know what, I'm out of here for college. I'm just going to be going pro, and at this point, I really can't blame him. And Tristan, I know that you do absolutely amazing work. You don't do that to me. You always wind up sticking it out. You're willing to deal with myself a little bit of an amateurish person, but you do absolutely amazing work over at and Brackets. You're doing an amazing job getting set for the upcoming college basketball season. So both the good people at home know they're able to follow you on social media and everything that you got going on in general. Yeah, you can find me, uh, my personal social media handle on Twitter at Hoopsnut351. You can also follow Bustin' Brackets at Bustin' Brackets as well as our our site, BustinBrackets.com for all the latest college basketball news. And just currently putting out a whole bunch of conference rankings this upcoming week as we speak. Also look out for major top 25 rankings. All the teams from outside the Power Six and the ACC will be included in this one. Tristan does amazing work with being able to cover college basketball all 12 months out of the season. He's got a lot of content to get you guys set for the upcoming season. Then in season, he's going to be doing a great job of being able to gauge all these games. And every time he joins this podcast, always delivers tremendous insights. A big thanks to Tristan for joining me on Coast Coast Soups, now part of the Beeson family of podcasts. And if you do like what you're hearing from this fine podcast, Coast Coast Soups, you're able to subscribe wherever your podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Citra, and TuneIn. If you've got a question, comment, segment, idea, what have you for this podcast, you've got one or two ways we are for those in. First one is my Twitter timeline at GUNet underscore 81. Keep in mind, letters EM. They mean does not matter. As per usual, please send these into the timeline and the other way. That is via an Apple Podcast review. If you're in this podcast five stars, it is very much appreciated from there. You're able to fire in whatever you'd like to hear on this podcast via that five star review. We've got lots of conference previews coming up over the next few weeks as well. We've only got one real loaded mid-major left to do in the SWAC. And then from there, we get into the Power Six along with the American and the Atlantic 10. So we've got some big bomber conference previews coming up within the next few weeks. And I'll be coming at you guys every single day on this podcast during the offseason news and notes of college basketball along with those previews. And then once we get in-season picks and analysis on every single game, every single day. So I will chat at you once again tomorrow. Thank you so much for tuning in. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.